one time I was a piece of uh, fruit. I was the watermelon on a buffet table. <laughs> I was the talking head, and they painted my bald dome like a watermelon. And it was the one and only time I agreed to that bullshit. <laughs> They're guys. They do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. We're here again, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Soak it in. That Tuesday morning or Monday night podcast goodness. Ah, Ladies and gentlemen, that is Nick Kay. Welcome to the show, friends. That's Doug Kahn. Salutations. And I'm your... I'm your boy, Josh Norbito. What's up? Welcome to the pod. It's good to see you all again in the comments already. Look, I love how people are already commenting before the live goes live. It really brings a sense of uh, unity, you know, because normally yeah, magicians, they're running around solo. It's super cute. Like Dylan was, was in here at 8, 8.01 a.m., like a full, what's that, like a full two hours before we even started. So bless your heart, Dylan. Bless your heart. It's amazing. It, look, Bob, thank you for waiting six minutes. I mean, that is... Who knows what you would have got done in that time? This is just amazing. And that's the problem with the youth today. Everybody wants it yesterday. You know, hey, everyone, <laughs> do you remember back in the day? Doug, you remember this, bless your heart. You know that, like, when you wanted a movie, you have to go to the, the store where there was a bunch of VSH, the, the, the tapes, VHS tapes, and you would, you would hire them for a period of time. Yeah, we had it rough you know? in my day. We had to hit the rewind button to rewatch the show back in the <laughs> old day. Hey, I still. I still remember those days. You know, I remember, you know, what's sad is now I, I just realized this new laptop I got doesn't have a disc reader. So I'm like, I still have to pull, pull out my old laptop if I want to watch the DVDs, you know, and who would have thought DVDs would go out of, out of uh, popularity. Right. I was actually looking for a DVD yesterday. I was looking for that movie, Big Fish with Ewan McGregor, where he plays this like exceptional person and basically he tells a story about lies or whatever else. But anyway, kick-ass movie. And I was just like, I knew I had it on DVD, but here's the problem. When you have something tangible and you loan it to friends, it's always going to go walkabout. Like I realized I have like multiple copies of certain DVDs, one of which is the um, Queen live at Wimbledon Stadium because I would loan it out and I would not see it forever. So I'll just buy another copy and then Uh, another copy. copy. But uh, yeah. You know what? I, um, cause my, my girlfriend, it, my fiance, she might be watching this now cause she's in New Zealand right now with her, with her family. She comes back tonight. Um, I've been watching some movies and one that we all know and love the, the illusionist mm-hmm. really enjoyed watching that again last night I while I was making a few things. You said the words. I want to see it again. Yeah. Right? And it did, it did not disappoint. It did not disappoint. And then, um, for the first time ever, I'd never seen this movie, but um, I knew I should. And some snippets were coming up in my TikTok. White men can't jump. What a bloody great movie! For the time it was really- made in, it still holds up. When I watch it, I'm like, this is effing funny. Theater, actually. <laughs> wow. Harrelson and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, what's his name from Blade? Right, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Pew, pew. Funny movie, man. Of course, Dude, Woody Harrelson just killed that, such a great that was a That was a great movie, and it's being remade, but I have no idea who the folks are who are in it. Like, I hope it's Woody Harrelson. Oh. <laughs> Do you know it, the people, you guys, who are now taking the roles of Woody and, and, and Wesley? Like, I've, I haven't the foggiest idea who these people are. Are they actually- has, it, has it been made already? There is a sequel. I mean, not a sequel. There's a total remake because, you know, who cares for originality anymore? Oh, what? I mean, I'm going to look oh, it up. Are you aware of this? Oh, 2023. Right. Yeah. White Man Can't Jar. Yeah. I'm reading it here. So it was, it was made in 1992. So I was three when it came out. That's crazy. Oh, Jack Harlow is going to be in it. Is he going to be the white boy? Jack no. Harlow, the singer, you know? No, 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 no. It's uh, the, I mean, the two people, the protagonists, in the, they seem to be quite athletic and, and proper. Um, and it's based, it's, it seems like a little exaggeration of the previous one. If you're oh, yeah, aware seeing... of the movie, um, Harrison this, plays like the white guy and, you know, Wesley Snipes being the black guy. And there's always, you know, back in the 90s, or that sort of dichotomy of like, oh, white people, black people sort of comedy. And um, 
with Wesley, he was just a guy that just wouldn't stop talking, like constantly talking. And he, and he basically he was trash talk people to a point where they would become bad at playing basketball and so forth. So it was kind of like a technique that he used. And um, uh, it's exaggerated heavily in the trailer if you watch it. I'm seeing it on Hulu, right? So this is the new trailer. This is Jack Harlow, the white guy on the uh, on the left. That's him? I can't recall yeah. being less interested in the movie. I mean, come on. So I love listening to Jack Harlow in the car because he plays all my kind of beats. He's like, like a white, he's like a white Drake, but um, I'll watch the, the movie, but there's no way. make movies. Now they're doing this. Yeah. There's no way it's going to be better. But, you know, speaking of making movies, like I watched uh, the first episode of the new season of Black Mirror. And I don't know what the etiquette is of Black Mirror because obviously the whole episode is a secret, right? Like, like there's a thing that will hit you and that's why you watch Black Mirror. But the first episode of the new season is super wild with like what AI could do in terms of generating content for specific viewers by artificially making a movie with characters' faces that we know and love, but like on demand. It's, got, it's on the way. It's, an, yeah. it's, it's a couple of years and it's <clears throat> producing content on demand. You know that Bruce Willis has actually sold his like likeness to AI so that they can keep making movies with mm. his face, like in this sort of CGI format. Like, and and it's not the first time he's done it. Like, if you might recall, there was a very old PlayStation game that was called Apocalypse, of which Bruce Willis is the guy that you play. It's like it's his face. <laughs> Have him in polygons or on there. It looks awful, but regardless of all that. Um, yeah, and so it's not the like I guess he sold his like now his entire likeness to do that. Mm. Um, and I played it because he's my favorite actor. I love Bruce Willis. He's he's my hero ever since Die Hard. The guy's been my hero. Man, that's crazy. I wonder when that happens when it's so seamless to create whatever <clears throat> visual you want. Does magic on a screen stay relevant? Oh, so screen magic is in like like this type of movie magic that you would see like in star wars i mean if if the viewer is accustomed to like now i can see whatever i want by speaking it into ai why do i need to see a magician simulate this reality for me on the screen anyway you know what i'm frightened about if someone gets an ai generator and then says like i want to see a three-way with nick k josh and doug khan and I want well, that's what drives the whole internet. Of course, that's inevitable. That's probably and, already happening somewhere. Like in we're, this we're some sexy magic beasts. So I want to see three sexy magic beasts in the style of Yowie. And I want Doug mm. to be dressed like a panda and uh Josh to be a dolphin and Nick to be a bowling ball. I'd be honored to be your panda, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's those deep <laughs> fake videos. I'm sure are going to be out there. I mean, with Scotty P's editing skills, anything's possible. Animating this is going to be the I greatest short that Scotty P's ever made for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> not animated. That. Holy, <laughs> good times. What's going well, on there? I think that leads us beautifully into our next segment. Segments. Let's kick up the show with some gig stories. Gig stories is effectively a little bit of stories of magic, moments in magic that we've experienced either performing or just while being out and about. We want to share with you fine people for posterity. And today we'll start with Josh's story. Fire away, Josh. All right. Listen up. Strap in. Get ready, kids. Listen to this because the story's not that great. I wanted to hype it up a little. Two events I did on the weekend. and uh, <clears throat> But I'll just talk about one. It was so polarizing, the, the audience. Um, I got there. It was at a racetrack, and this was a company that had hired like a certain area of it just for their staff. So so I'm trying to think of the company name, but everyone's pretty like uh, – it's like a tradie mentality. Like they're all like blokes, you know, they're out to drink beer, and they brought their wives, and, and then you've got some of the admin staff that are there that are all girls, like sort of younger girls, and like, so there's like a whole dynamic going on. And – they're like, come and do magic for us. I'm like, great. So the first good thing is right now it's uh, it's cold. Like it was in a place called Warwick, which is just maybe five degrees cooler than it will always be here in Brisbane. So I could wear my full suit and everything, middle of the day, and it's nice and cool. That was great. But here's nice. the two polarizing um, 
comments I heard. Um, and I take both of them, uh, sorry, I take none of them to heart at all because they're both the extremes. So one was a guy and I'm like, he's really tall. And I'm like, hey, um, uh, hey, good to see you. I'm Josh, da, da, da. He's like, oh yeah, I heard there was a magician here. And I was like, great, great. Hey, can I magician you for a second? And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to see that shit. And just kept drinking his beer. And it's just me and him. It's not like it's a group where you can ignore him. It's like me and him looking right at each other. He's like, nah, I don't want to see that. And just, and I'm like, if nothing else, at least you're honest. Took it zero to heart. You were just asking if this one person wanted to see something. That's a different dynamic, right? Than addressing a group coming up to just one dude. Totally. Totally. And And just shoot you down. Like as if, you know, he was just changing channels on the TV. And, but, but, yeah, but you know what? I didn't care at all. Like, cause why would we, right? Yeah, right. We know yeah, water off it's just, What's it it's not, and it's not me, it's him. He just has never seen that kind of stuff. And I noticed because later on, like he felt silly because now all these groups are having fun. The client asked me to stay longer if I could. And, you know, every time someone would say, oh, have you seen him? He had to be like, oh no, I don't want to see that. But like, now you sound silly because everyone's enjoying seeing it. So why, you know, so it's kind of funny, but in the beginning, like if if this was 15 years ago, I would have, you know, shat my pants and like ran away crying. But so there was that, right? So is that, I don't care. It's fine, whatever. Then I'm performing um, for some of the admin girls. And then one of them goes, geez, magic makes me horny. What? <laughs> <laughs> and again, like. You know, I'm engaged. I, I'm happily engaged. It means nothing to me. But hearing it, I'm just like, that's such a polarizing two same event, but two totally different comments. So you have to, you know, take them with a grain of salt and know that it's like, you know, their experiences that they're basing it off. Well, the premise of my AO show now is going to be your exact story, but we're going to replace the guy and the girl. And the guy's going to say... Hey, I see you here by yourself. Would you like to see some magic? And to which he replies, man, magic makes me horny. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So suffice to say, and 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 they asked if I could stay longer, but unfortunately, because I had to drive straight to another event, I couldn't, but it really, you know, it made me feel good. You know, them saying they want more, you know. Gosh, you wear a ring times. when you perform? No, no, I yeah. don't. I take mine off when I'm doing coin magic, and once it comes off, it generally stays off. So <laughs> I wonder if that influences, you know, the behaviors of your spectators in the wild. Maybe. But you know what? My buddy Jason Gray, our friend Jason Gray, Nick knows him well, I'm sure. Um, he's told me that when – because he is married, and he always has a ring on. But he tends to think that it's actually worse – when wearing a ring, like he gets hit on more from these women, maybe because they know, like That's he won't thinking. take it any further. Yeah, right? but it's he says they're, play. yeah, he he actually says it's actually worse, like the the banter and stuff from from women when he's wearing the ring. So who knows? Or maybe it's because they know he can hold down, you know, a household and and everything like that. And they're like, yeah, oh, right. right, he's supportive. <laughs> who knows? All right, so that's my story. He's a magician. Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, over to you, Nick. That nice shirt, story. by the way. Nice shirt. Thank you. Thank you. For the guys that are watching on the <laughs> YouTube, this is the Magic Guys uh, podcast shirt, which I'm in the middle there holding the coin. Um, great, comfortable shirt. Cannot recommend anymore. My gig story, friends, is is a good one. It's a great one. So it's the story about the time I had the shit kicked out of me by Batman. Let me explain. <laughs> All right. I was doing an event. It was a 40th birthday party. And the reason I'm reminded of this is that I reconnected with this gentleman most recently. So his name is Paul. Paul is lovely. And he and his wife, Denise, they run a really successful business called Rio Sound and Lighting. And they've done the largest install of a home theater like center in the world, apparently, I was told. Like it's like the biggest one in the world. And it's right here in Melbourne. And so I reconnected with them not too long ago. And I was reminded of this really wonderful time where I performed at his 40th birthday. Now, the theme was all superheroes. Now, being a movie buff, he loves DC and that sort of thing. And he's a huge fan of Batman. So I was hired to perform as the Riddler. 
and I'll share that photo uh, on the Instagram so you can see what it actually looked like. It's quite hilarious. Now, the premise of it was that he hired out a, a theater and we everyone was there dressed in in as you know all their superheroes and so forth. And I was like the host of the of, of the event, but the premise was that like, oh, I got all the good guys and the bad guys, and I was trying to get them all to to join me in taking out the Batman. And that was the premise of this, right? And so like I edited this whole video because it was like a big cinema screen behind me. Um, so we're in the mm-hmm. theater. And yeah, and I had like I had my Riddler question mark, and um, I address everyone, and I got my cane and my headset on, and I'm like addressing the audience in in character, and I'm saying like we're all gathered here together around the Batman, and blah blah blah, and I'm doing all this junk, and everyone was loving it, right? And then we did this thing where like the screen was like staticky and got hacked, and then you see a Batman symbol, and the Batman audio plays over the PA, and it's like and it's proper proper cinema like it just sounds sick and then i had this like whoosh noise as he comes in from the side door and then i played these um like these 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 punch noises you know over the pa and then so the premise was that he walks in from the side it goes pitch black um you hear some punch noises i'm on the ground and he stands forth dressed as batman in full batman army regalia and he's like triumphant and then he's like everyone to the bar and that was the premise but here the happiest client ever oh my god yeah yeah how do i hire this well you hire me (laughs) and so like i put so much effort into this show it was it was cracking right now here's how it actually went down everything was going to plan then the lights go down and then he comes in. But the thing was, he was so excited about what was happening. Like he was so jacked up that he cracked me in the ribs with everything he friggin' had. <laughs> like he just walked. What? Yeah, man. Was, like I was like, you come in, you know, you pretend to punch me and I go down. But he was so jacked up, like and so pumped to like go out there as Batman. He freaking cracked me in the ribs with everything he had. And I had oh, nice. I crack my rib, man. The guy kicked the shit out of me. It was quite funny. So then I'm on the floor, and away we go. And like that was 10 years ago. His 50th is coming up. He said he's going to book me for that. Hopefully, he doesn't book me as a character. I just want to be myself, and hopefully, he doesn't pull <laughs> my ass again. But that was the story of Paul from Rio Sound and Light. And I absolutely adore the guy. He's a great friend. I consider him. He's even got me, like, even hooked me up with a, with a brand new TV. Um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't love him anymore. But it's such a fun story about the time. I got my ass kicked by a guy who thought he was Batman. God damn. That's that's a story, man. Beaten up by Batman, not a bad thing. That could be yeah. a, that could be a t-shirt. I was beaten up by Batman. <laughs> yeah, Doug, so like yeah. Well, Nick will find that photo. We'll chuck it up on the Magic Guys Instagram. It's mm-hmm. worth seeing. You, man, you really get into character well. Like even the the thumbnail for this episode I found, you know? Um I love it. I love it. And it's great too now, you know, because now I can do this too, but because you don't have any hair, it's so easy to put on, you know, like the paint or the color or whatever it is you're being changed into, the android magician, right? You've got to be metallic. That yeah, was a nightmare you, that one time android. I did it. On the android. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if you guys aren't aware, I have this android magician character. Um, I, I do a lot of events with this particular event agency. They're called Applause Entertainment and they're awesome. And, and they're, mm. they do really high-end events and they dress me up all the time to do magic like i've been a magic i've been a magic robot i've been a magic android i've done um i did a magic um like super villain i've done oh, the, the one time i had to dress up oh, i was so funny as like a greek they wanted like a very magic greek so i just dressed up like a greek dancer if you don't know what they look like they kind of like wear a skirt and have pom-poms on their feet and i had to do that um yeah, like I've got so many. And oh, and the most recent one that I did was um, the Mad Hatter, and that's a cracker. Like, if you guys ever scope out my Instagram, you will see so many photos of like me running amok. But yeah, this and- is um, this is. I mean, I've shown everyone this, but this is when I had to be the Android magician. I mean, we all basically look the same because they get the 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 makeup to be the same. Yeah. But the problem for me was to get that bald cap on. They had to like. They had the immense amount of gel, like liquid gel to like <laughs> stick my hair down. And getting that out was just ridiculous. Like, that's why I have no hair now. I was like, F this. I'm just shaving it off. I ain't trying to wash this out. Yeah, it's nice wearing wigs. Kind of flashback. <laughs> Story of our lives. 
the Side story of our lives now. You having yeah. a flashback, Doug? Yeah, man, of being a bald guy doing stupid side gigs as an entertainer. I, one time I was a piece of uh, fruit. I was the watermelon on a buffet table. <laughs> I was the talking head, and they painted my bald dome like a watermelon. And it was the one and only time I agreed to that bullshit. <laughs> I get booked oh, every man. year. I get booked every year to do an Uncle Festa character and i hate it every every halloween because i'm the only bald guy in their books doing it doing a character is cool being a vegetable or a fruit on a buffet table where your just head is sticking up through the table man it doesn't get much worse than that i guess you can get into it theatrically like if you're an actor you can maybe feel the moment and i got a pretty good wit so i was okay at the gig right like i worked it fine but oh baby no way. Jeez. Well, well, I think that counts as your gig story. That could yeah, be. that's my gig story. My that's gosh. a great story, Doug. Far up. Well, hey, you I, know what's I didn't cool know is... Go back 10 or 20 years, because I got a lot of weird things to talk about from decades past. That could be its own podcast. I'm going to start the, digging stuff up. Yeah. You know how Hamish and Andy have the Remembering Project, if you're familiar with that, Nick? So they have their own podcast, which I love listening to, Hamish and Andy, but they also have a sub-podcast called The Remembering Project. Because they've been on radio for 15 years, they have segments that they recorded 10 years ago, and then they have to, like, they reflect on what was going on then. Oh, yeah. So it's like a meta podcast. Yeah. And um, so speaking of which, you guys might have seen in our Instagram, I put up a story and I'm like, hey, we've got all this merch we want to share with everyone. So we made a little competition. We're like, send us your gig stories via audio message. We're going to give the winner um, one of the shirts. We're going to send it to wherever you are in the world. And Bob Possible just sent in a last minute entry. So we'll take it. So we have three gig stories from our fellow Magis. Um, the first one coming to you is from Juggling Liam, who took... We, you might have seen him. We shared some of his Trick Day May videos. Um, juggling Liam, he's, uh, how old is he? 16, you, Liam? Still in school, but already doing gigs. Uh, let's see what his story is. So about two months ago, I was at the uh, event and I was doing two shows. And um, I felt like uh, I'll change up my show a bit. And I, inst- I felt like doing a card trick in the day, at the start of the day. So I chose to instead of doing uh, one of my other magic tricks i did card trick and when i, when I got to the event um I, I forgot a deck of cards uh it was about an hour before showtime so uh, i forgot a deck of cards so um what i did is i had to go around to all different like uh sales store like uh promotion stores and see if they had them and i found one so luckily they saved the day Nice work, Liam. You know what the trouble is too? We're in Australia, so you know that deck's going to be a, a pack of queen slippers. Exactly right. The plastic waterproof queen slippers that are just almost impossible to use. Yeah. It's <sighs> awful. I personally have four decks in my close-up kit at all times. Um, so that if I'm doing more than one gig, I can just, you know, Fresh deck every gig, and if somebody spills a drink on one, I got I got backups. But that's a that's a little tip for you guys. Maybe yeah. we should do that. We should we should share our kits one day and show you all the bits that I have inside the kit. It's really funny because I have like, a, like everything's Tupperware. All my stuff is in Tupperware, and so I could just peel back it like the container, like crack, and then just oh wow, all my bits. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I like it. So I I like it. I keep yeah I keep two decks on me. But that's not a bad yeah. I mean, why not have a brick in the car or something, right? But, but I'm trying to think if I've ever rocked up. I've heard steer. I've heard stories of people going to gigs and forgetting their whole case, and then having to like go to the the news agency and buy like some rubber bands, take a coin. You know, yeah. How do how do you think you'd be with that? Like, would that just be fine? Would you feel like ah oh, crap? Now I got to do okay magic, or would you? not care at all. Hmm. What say you, Doug? Man, I'm, I'm good to go. You know, if I could get to like a, a general store, great. If not, I'm probably good with a couple coins in my phone. If I can mm. find a deck of cards at all, I'm great. But yeah. you know, if I can go get a piece of rope, 
and you know maybe something to write on yeah you know? you know i do i do a lot of events with other magicians and we always try to say like hey what are you going to do what are you going to do and i always give people the courtesy of going like i'll just do what you guys don't and i'll be fine like you yeah. guys have full mm. first choice and i'll do whatever you guys aren't doing um the most recent gig that i did i was doing stuff alongside um one of our biggest aussie names constantino um tv personality etc and um what had happened was uh, I was doing, I was dressed as the Riddler again. Okay. This is for the, the big store opening. I had no pockets because I was wearing a jumpsuit and I had a hat, which I put a deck of cards in so that I could just get the cards out. And, and that was it. And then I had, I, I put a couple of coins up my um, watch band that I could just produce uh, and do my close up with. So all I had was like three coins, some rubber bands and a, uh, deck of cards which is hours of entertainment in in truth mm. but the management of constantino said don't do card tricks constantino's doing card tricks what? And so, yeah and so i ended up just going all right i'm gonna do this gig with just three morgan dollars and i did that for three hours don't do card tricks because Cosentino is doing card tricks. I mean, truthfully, in a walk-around environment, two tricks is all you need. Two good effects. Mm -hmm. Five minutes. Fair. Correct. Yeah. I, and it if you're drives if you're, me insane to work that style. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. That is a hot tip too. Whenever you're doing an event with another magician, just have a quick chat and you know, put your ego aside. It's like, hey, what stuff are you doing? Let's yeah. make sure we're not both trying to do double cross for everyone, you know? Yeah, but it's kind <laughs> like, of like when you cross the line where you're like, you can't do cards because Constantino is doing cards. What? I can't. Yeah, that's like saying, magic? yeah, that's yeah. like saying we're going to have a dance off, but you can't use your legs because I'm using yeah, my legs. On, like <laughs> this. Maybe you can't do ambitious. I'm doing collectors. You do triumph. You do card to pocket. They get card to wallet. We could work that out. Like yeah. I, I, I get it if there's a, a main ending you do like Omni deck or something like, okay, maybe yeah. say that, but you can't take out yeah. the tool itself. Like, that's fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Let's move on to our next story. Okay. So next is from Oliver Bell. He comes to us from Wales in Oliver the Bell. United Love Kingdom. Him. All right. Hello, I'm Oliver Bell. I'm a semi-professional magician from Wales. Well. I've only been a performing magician since last year, so I was still learning to perform during this gig. And as I dropped a deck of cards all over this wealthy person's kitchen floor on the first group of people nice. I went up to, the anxiety came to me, and I just repeatedly screwed up every single magic trick i performed at this gig i think there's one last towards point. the end of the gig a person from that first group of people i went up to came back to me and asked me what was the difference between the brand new deck i opened during the gig and the deck i dropped on the floor and my quick wit itself said a little less floor grime now, usually you would get a little bit of a giggle out of that. Maybe you'd contemplate how you haven't cleaned the floor in a little while. But no, as I attempted to land this joke, this guy was completely poker-faced. And that was really awkward. Thank you, Oliver Bell. Thank you for your honesty, man. That's got to be, you know, you feel on the nerves and it uh, gets the better of you. Have you guys... What have, what have you done? I mean, I've I've broken an egg in my jacket pocket in my early days on stage from just from nerves and like not not knowing my own strength and what's going on. But the double pain. I, Oliver is a wonderful young magician, and I know he does good stuff. And to be entering mm. the professional arena and having a struggle in some of your early gigs, hey man, get these out of the way now and have some memories and stories. Endure and learn. I feel your mm. pain, though. Oof. You know, we have a saying in magic that you got to get the first crap one out of the way. Like, 
you know, that's why any opportunity to perform a new effect in a situation where it's not too important, just get the first crap one out of the way. And then you can just start focusing on getting better and better and better, like always. So um, it's, you know what, it's just, you know, ultimately, Oliver, I think that uh, as bad as it sounds, you should be really proud of yourself. Because to me, I think you're earning your stripes. And I give you a big magic guy stripe for my going like, yep, here's your badge. And you should be really proud of actually being able to just just to be able to endure that and power through it. Like I could not be more proud of you. Well done. Yeah. Well done, man. It's so true. And the other thing is they probably don't remember it as being as rough as how you will remember it. Right. Like dropping a deck of cards, they'll probably have forgotten halfway through the party, except for that one guy. (laughs) But but you know what I mean? Yeah. Any any thoughts on that, Doug? Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm thinking of helpful tips to start maybe the next round with easy to do things that won't go array, awry, you know, 100 percenters, even like a self-working invisible deck or something mm. Looking forward. That way you won't have any too much anxiety about fumbling things. I, I know Oliver's going to be fine. Just keep doing what yeah. you're doing, Oliver Bell. I've seen your work. You're good. Getting great. Look forward to watching you grow, buddy. Before before we listen to our last audio message, and I, I love seeing these uh, stories come in in the comments too. You guys should have entered them in, but but nonetheless, um, uh, what's that magician? Um, uh, oh my god, <clears throat> he's a creator. But anyway, he this guy was saying uh, the first effect into a thirty minute show, he does card to lime, and the knife cuts his hand like he slices his palm. Oh yeah. And has to just stop the show straight away. Because <laughs> what do you do? You're bleeding everywhere. What's the name? Justin something. I forget. But Yeah, uh, that must be a good show. You're opening with that trick. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Built a lemon or whatever it was. Yeah. And just, you just, you're cutting it. Bang. I, I wonder. If- you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> career ending if you if you I'll get it that. wrong you know that, like that was thank you i'm here all the yeah i've been working on a, a, a like a coining can sort of thing that i've been gimmicking because uh in my residencies there's like lots of you know people getting cans of beer and and red bulls and so forth and so i've been coming up with a whole bunch of stuff that i can do to perform that and uh, as i've been rehearsing it like i need to cut open the can for the revelation at the end. And I'm so terrified to do it. Like I'm so terrified. Mm. You know? Like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So we have, so we have one, one more. Card. Now I haven't pre-screened Bob's audio message, so I'm a little worried, but That's I'm just going to roll it. <laughs> yeah. So look, we're just going to give you the benefit of the doubt that everyone will enjoy it no matter Mistake. how gruesome it is, but let's go Bob possible. Okay. Hey guys, it's Bob possible. So the worst thing that ever happened to me at a gig, or well, I guess the funniest thing that ever happened to me at a gig, is I had a Hare Krishna guy walk up to me and ask me if I was a waiter because of my bow tie and vest. I almost got in a fight with him. And now Magic Mark and AJ the Mouse continually call me a waiter. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's unreasonable. Dude, don't feel bad. I'm a guy who walks around with like a three and a half, $4,000 $4,000 suit and people think I'm the waiter still. So don't, don't be disheartened. Yeah. Like I wear a tux at every gig and they're like, um, can I get some more cheese? And I'm like, you might want to ask a waiter for that. So yeah. Yeah. I, it's um, a little blow to the ego, but you know what? I think that as, as bad as it sounds, your friends giving you a hard time. Those are good friends. Cause that's exactly what you would do. You would, you would hang, you'd hang shit in your friends. Wouldn't you, Doug? Always. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, those are yeah. those are good friends, Bob. I was those thinking about friends. you in a tux. Are you a tux tux guy? Like me? Oh, is, that, is that your go-to? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was a tux guy for a long time when I was about your age. Ah, yeah. Now yeah, it's- nowadays it's hard to get me to put on socks. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. When when yeah, I used to wear a bow tie. Now I've dropped the bow tie, but I still like to you know, suit up, but uh, yeah, but yeah, but, but uh, Nick rocks the, the three piece suit still. I mean, look at the, oh, the animation that. that he's in on the podcast is oh, yeah. from an actual suit that he wears. Yeah. Just dope. 
Yeah, it's basically always, you know, wide lapeled with satin or silk or whatever it might be. But yeah, it's um, all my suits are like that. And yeah, is it ever pastel blue and roughly? Uh, once, once what? it wasn't blue; it was white, and I had the ruffles of a pink shirt um, at a disco gig that I had done. But uh, it's a funny gig story, actually. But we'll share that another time. But I came up with this whole like new slight, apparently. Um, because I had ruffles here and also ruffled um, uh, around the around the wrists. I don't know what, what do you call that, Doug? When you have like the ruffles, like you're a pirate sort of number. What is that? I don't even. I know. don't know. I'm not that, that nerdy. It just means you can't sleeve anything, and that was one of the things. So I had to come and ordinarily I, I sleeve through all my coin routines, and so I had to come up with a whole new method to achieve the same effect, which I did uh, in the green room. So I'll share that with you guys another time. Nice. Nice. But I think well, it's look, come get... time now, after listening to mm. all three of those stories, who is who is the winner? Well, let's let's ask the let, let's get back to it and let's ask the guys in the comments. So we had Oliver, Liam, and Bob. Whose story do you think should get the merch shirt? So so Liam lost his cards. There's the oh my guy. god, that's hilarious. Hang on. So Liam lost his cards. Oliver dropped his cards and Bob um, had to write on his cards people's orders. <laughs> Hang on. That's. I'm just saying that's the, that's Lance Burton. Oh, yeah. because they, because that's not you. oh, my God. I was like, how can you think? <laughs> He's the only one that can wear those Yeah. He doesn't even look real. He just looks so perfect. Yeah, that's. He is. Dude, just, that, that Lance right there was perfect. That Lance if, Burton, yeah, it's wow. just he should be the dream. only one wearing that tuxedo. He's a dreamboat. Oh man! All right, so you guys let us know who should win that. Uh, just comment a name or all the story. Meanwhile, look, we're over halfway now in, in our episode now, and I think it's time we reveal our new segment. Uh, more than just a segment, a, a sub show of a segment of this podcast, and. My God. I mean, do you want me to tell them, Nick, or do you want to, do you want to? I would love to tell the people, guys, I have mentioned over the past few weeks that we behind the scenes have been working really hard to bring you guys something super exciting and, uh, and it's finally time to announce it. So, uh, we have been in chats with the good folks from Piper Magic who operate out of Brisbane. They are Australia's premier online magic shop i get all my goods from there i'm pretty sure that like everyone from australia almost gets all their goods from there and they've been nothing but good to us so i reached out to them asking if they would be interested in getting involved with us at the magic guys and i'm very proud to announce that we now have a magic product review show and um so we will be talking about products here on the show. And as well as that, we will be doing full reviews on my YouTube channel, which we'll be putting in the links of this chat. So if you guys want to see the full review, um, you can ask any questions you have there. You can also ask your questions here on the chat. And um, yeah, there's also going to be some opportunities for giveaways as well. All thanks to the good friends who are now sponsoring the show, which is Piper Magic. And uh, I'm really proud to announce, uh, really proud to announce our brand new segment, the Piper Magic Product Review. Roll the tape. Oh, yeah. Take two of that. You ready? I'm really proud to announce. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why are we take twoing? Because you weren't ready yet? No, because you rolled what? the gift stories. Not oh, the- sorry. Oh, my God. They look so similar on the thing. You know what, guys? This is all banter and fun for you. We planned all this. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go again. <laughs> okay. Roll the tape. And this week on Piper Magic's product review, we are reviewing Heartbeat by Juan Calas. If you guys are unaware what this is, it's a really amazing effect. Now, I first came across this, um, seeing it on socials, uh, Chris Ramsey helped really circulate the popularity of this particular trick. And if you're unaware of what this is, in the video, you see a guy with a pencil and he makes a connection where he gets the spectator to hold out their index finger and he puts the pencil on their finger and he holds the opposite end of the pencil with his index finger. And when he places his hand on his heart, the spectator can feel his heartbeat through the pencil. 
and it's a really beautiful, unique piece of magic. Now, in this product, you get a pencil, which is perfect for it, as well as a couple of other little bits um, to help make it even stronger. Uh, I won't mention what those are because we don't want to reveal uh, the method entirely. But also in that uh, in the package, you get a 30-minute tutorial in which he talks about the history of it, and he mentions Tarbell. He also mentions Paul Daniels. And uh, we had a little conversation about this not too long ago where Josh was mentioning that this is sort of covered um, in the... A box set that Paul Daniels had done called Bravura. So there's an effect in that that's very, very similar and um, sort of pays homage to the way this kind of works. So um, it's a really, really good piece of magic. Now, the pros and cons of this is that you have this ability to perform this super strong, super meaningful piece of magic, and there is no electronics as much as it seems like there would be electronics involved with this. And I performed this for a lot of friends. I actually trialed this um, at a Magicians at Work where we get to try out new material. And I purposely did this trick to see in what scenarios it would be performed in. So that's the pros of it where there's no electronics. But the cons of it is that it's not something you can perform anywhere at any time for a big group. So if you the type of person who wants to perform this for very large scale groups and expect to get like really strong visual, you know, pieces of magic. This is not the piece for you. Um, this is the type of thing that when you are going to perform it, that you need to make it a special moment. Now, if you're going to do it in the group setting after me playing with it for a week, I found that if you find someone who's like, it's their birthday and you say, Oh, I want, to share something with you. This is just for you. It's going to be our little secret, but I want you to feel this. I want you to experience this. And then you do that moment. They react to it and you make it your little secret and no one else knows what's going on. If you leave the ambiguity of what this effect actually is, the rest of the audience just go, what the hell happened? That was sick. I wonder what they felt. I want to feel it too. And now you create this sort of like want and need. And that's the important thing. But it's not the type of thing where like, you can just go around to 10 people at a table, one finger at a time, giving them this experience. It doesn't, you're doing it a disservice by doing that, right? So that's one of the things about this particular effect. So I think that cost aside, we're talking about the car. I mean, like this retails in Oz for 53 bucks, which some people might complain that it's a bit I disagree. I think it's actually worth every single penny because there is a level of ingenuity and uh, intellectual property that's been put into this, a lot of time and a lot of knowledge. What's also great is that in the teaching of this, um, Juan Calas is doing uh, explain this to Christian Grace, who we all absolutely love. And he shares a lot of beautiful moments as well and beautiful ideas that will help really elevate what this is. So for 53 bucks, is it worth it? I think so. Some amateur folk might be a little upset about it. They might think that, oh, 53 bucks and all I get is a pencil. It's the wrong way to think about it. Now, would I buy this if I had a discount code? Yes. Thankfully, because we have a wonderful sponsor here at Piper Magic, what we now have is a discount code for all of our listeners. So if you put in the discount code PiperLove, all one word, uh, you guys will get a discount on this purchase as well as any other purchase that you make on the Piper Magic website. So if you are going to make this pur purpose, uh, purchase, make sure you go to pipermagic.com.au and you guys can purchase whatever you need with this discount code, which will also help us supporting the channel and also support the people who support us at Piper Magic. And that's my review. Any questions? Doug for 20 points. Does Piper Magic have a brick and mortar location? No, they do not. They're a pure online shop. It's funny. They're pure online. However, they are so like their customer services. Like I've had him come and personally drive and deliver my products to me like the same day in, in Australia. He's very useful in terms of, of that and knowledge and speed and that kind of thing Yeah, without well, having y'all support store. that man. Yeah, boy. Now, not not to say not to discredit Doug's shop. It's they're just different. It's just Piper Magic is particularly helping us with reviewing particular products. But right. obviously, uh, you know, if you're in the US, then and you need a physical product, you might go to Conjure.com instead. Yeah, I mean, I but, carry um, stuff I use and some beginner things. I'm not carrying a wide variety of you know things. The new stuff. I don't have the pencil trick. I don't have that. You know. Yeah, yeah and I feel like, like um, being sure right? it's good stuff. I got. 
In terms of the price, right, I think something to think about is, you know, when we all found the resource for where to learn PK Touch, for example, and you get delivered this little booklet and you've paid all this money for this booklet, it's the same kind of feeling, right? You're like, what? There's no crazy gimmick thing, like, but it's not that. It's the experience you're going to give someone that you're paying for. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Now, Tim was asking what the skill level involved is, like what sort of difficulty the effect is. Great question, Tim. And the answer to that is that as far as the mechanics to achieve like for the method, it's extremely easy. However, it is going to require some practice and so that you can do it well. Like the method itself is one thing, but if you want to do it so that it's done really, really well, it's going to take very, very minimal practice. But if you nail it, it's a beautiful, strong effect. If I may speak a bit, bit on like buying tricks that are se- seemingly overpriced, if you buy a trick and use it, like 50 bucks is cheap, man. Like if you can find something mm. that's going to be in your active working repertoire, I don't care what the method is. If I can find a good piece for $50, oh, thank you. You know, I think magicians, especially modern ones, are so interested in buying unique secrets that they find interesting and they're secret collectors more than people looking to perform the material they buy in their, you know, lives and shows. And and if you do that, there's your value. You know, if you buy a piece like that and put it to work, peanuts. That's right. right. There's just been mentioned uh, that it is sold out on the Piper website. Now it's probably pretty easy to understand why. Uh, What I will Mm -hmm. do is I will reach out to Sean Piper. We'll put the appropriate links in this. Um, And also I've put the links on the actual review. The review will be dropping immediately after this podcast at 11 a.m. on my channel. All those links will be shared in this podcast. You guys can scope them out for yourself. And I will contact Sean Piper to ask if there's an opportunity to do some pre-orders. And then that way the discount will have a bit bit more of an effect if you guys could be patient enough for it. And um, yeah, we'll ensure that all you guys who want to grab it and support us are really properly taken care of. and off the back of that, next week, we have a really cool product to scope out. It's called Go Nuts. We're looking at a product called Go Nuts, which is made by um, Matthew Wright, who's one of my absolute magic heroes. So make sure you tune in next week so we can talk about that. And there's one other thing too. This is actually beautiful. The fact that it is sold out is great because we were talking about this earlier and Nick said he may give away one of them. Is that still correct before I go any further? Yeah. Okay. You know so... What? so so Probably check this out. Hell you know yeah. So yeah. check the, check this out. Do, shall I tell them? Or you, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, you tell them, Josh. I mean, I was considering giving one of these away. Now, I think ultimately, if you guys go over to, uh, you know, if you, more importantly, subscribe to this YouTube channel and also subscribe to my YouTube channel and leave a comment, um, I will choose one of you guys at random and we'll give this away on the podcast live next week. How does that sound, Josh? It sounds great. So in the description of this podcast, I've put the link to the review show Nick's made for this product on his YouTube channel. It goes live once this podcast ends, so you won't be able to click on it yet. And what we're going to do is we're going to see all the new subscribers of to his YouTube channel. We're going to pick one of those at random to give this product away on the next podcast. So it's kind of like a, you know, this is going to become the uh, brother to the podcast where you can watch more about specific reviews on Nick's channel. So make sure you subscribe to it. And because they're sold out, it makes it even more sweet because you still have a chance to get one, right? So that's, it's kind of poetic that it worked out that way, I think. Isn't it's, it great? Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be good. Hey, look, also, while let me just mention quickly, uh, Dylan, who I was having a good chat with Dylan yesterday. He is our shorts editor for our videos that you see go up on Instagram and things like that. And he's just recently started his own podcast called Behind the Magic, which our fellow host, Doug, has been on. I did that. Yeah. Now, it's just uh, it's just getting started. And, you know, Dylan's a, a young, enthusiastic magician. So, you know. It's uh, always good to support our fellow magicians. So I thought I'd give him a quick shout out behind the magic. We just had a chat yesterday and he's like substantially upgrading his um, podcasting ability. So it's going to be just even better than the ones he's done so far. But it's something to check out and keep on your radar, Dylan. You can cut that and use that in your uh, in your short. <laughs> but hey, um, that's awesome. Now, we had a hot topic for today. Uh, do you have that lined up, Nick? Is I that- do, friends. 
So I recently stumbled across an, uh, an article, um, and it's kind of an interesting thing that's happening in Magic right now. Now, what's happening is uh, the label Nepo Baby, which is basically promoting nepotism in which, uh, you know, just because let's say that if your father was a magician, that you get to be a magician or that if you are a trust fund baby because your folks have money that you you get to have money. Um, it's kind of a resentful topic, uh, a resentful uh, comment rather to be said about someone. And it's based around Pendulette's um, uh, daughter, to my knowledge, right? Now, what's happened is this. 18-year-old um, Moxie crime fighter Gillette, who is the child of Pen Gillette, is performing... What a great name. Let me just say that again for the audience. Yeah. Moxie crime fighter Gillette. Amazing. Um, wow. Is set to perform this year at uh, Edinburgh Fringe uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival as one half of like the Young and Moxie um, with magic partner Cameron Young, okay? Now... The upsetting thing is that Moxie is getting a little bit of heat because Moxie is obviously connected to Penn and Teller, some of the greatest magic minds. And what's happening is that Moxie is getting slandered with this term, Nepo Baby, which is kind of resentful. And Moxie is getting a lot of heat from the internet, which I just think is unfair because this sort of term... I guess, Doug, I mean, you know that like, I mean, Michael Douglas got this back in the day, Doug, um, and Frank Sinatra Jr. as well. He got a little bit of heat from this just because by association, they get this like. You know, I think, I think this, I think, and Penn should prepare his children for this. If they're going to enter it, you got to be ready for that heat. Probably, they probably are. And and any Penn's probably like, eh, don't let that shit sweat you. <laughs> you don't sweat that. Right? Just, mm. You know, um, I bet, the, I, I don't know, you know, uh, I say this, if you, you just do a good show, it's going to be fine and whatever press says, yeah. Yeah. I reckon Penn's probably saying, you know what, if they're talking about you, let them. You know, he's probably like, that's a good thing. That's what you want, you know. And and look, Doug's, Doug's kids are going to have this same problem, you know, growing up to be magicians. They're going to say, well. I tried to get my daughters into this racket. They're like, uh-uh. I don't think so. <laughs> well, well, that's the topic I was going to lean. Well, that's what I was going to lean into. Like nobody, you know, like let's say, like you know, some people are, like come from a long line of fruiterers or butchers or things of that nature. Like I certainly did not. Well, I kind of lied because my father was uh, a musician, and uh, so my background. I'm Greek, so my dad played in like a reception band, like in a Greek reception band, playing traditional jams, um, playing this eight string coconut called the bazooki. And he sang and played, and um, yeah, that's made up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just making up stuff now to write us out the last seven minutes. No, no, the bazooka was what my dad played, and he sang the all these things. That's where he met my mom, dude. Like he met my mom at these these dances. Yeah, that's you know? fake too, probably. No, like no, nah. okay, because my dad he's a stud, and my mom she's a fox, and so they made me, and I don't know that, okay, what that happened. That makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> Something happened. I'm back and, in um, Yeah. I know what happened. You know, I guess by association, like I, I, I started, I was in a band. I was in a band and played music for 10 years I before I got into magic. Before I got into magic. Mm. And so, like, is it nepotism? Not particularly, you know? Is it just because it runs in your blood? I mean, families that play together stay together. My friend Tom Stevens, their entire family, he's got like 20 kids. I'm, I'm joking, but he's got like a lot of kids. He's got like six of them, right? And they all play instruments and they all play together. Like you go to his house and it's just a big studio with like drums and this and that. And, you know, like, and they all jam and play together. And I think there's something beautiful about that, you know? And I feel like it's unfair that if you have a skill set that I guess is maybe naturally given to you. I mean, singing is probably one of those things more so that, there is a certain physicality that your vocals need to have. You know, you're not really exactly born a singer, not always, you know, you can be a natural singer and then you can become a professional singer for sure. But like, I think that with magic, because it's something that you do with your hands that I don't know is like, are those traits, do you think passed down genetically? I think, yeah. And I think also like it would be, was it, was the word nepotism? Is that right? 
whatever that made up word was. Yeah. So I think that would be appliable if she decided to get into magic because of his fame and was like, I'm going to make money off your fame. Maybe then it's fair to say you're not doing it, you know, injustice. But no one gets into magic for any other reason than like they're obsessed with it. Am I, I right? I like, especially. This. I can argue this. People get into magic for different reasons, but when you're surrounded by Penn and Teller's genius and in particular Teller's genius and all their mm. over, maybe you're a little more influenced to go that direction than if you're just a normal person. Okay. Well, what about Ozzy Osbourne? You got Ozzy Osbourne and you got Kelly Osbourne. Kelly Osbourne released one single, which was a cover of Papa Don't Preach. Mm. What else does she do? I think she's hosted maybe the the voice or something. No, no, that's not true. I think she's quite active in the fashion industry and is an on-screen talent for most of that. So she's yeah. quite in the entertainment industry. She's yeah. a character on TV. Suck yeah. it, Nick. No. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying, no, no like, that's what I'm saying. Like she still like she had <clears throat> the benefits of coming from a very wealthy father who built you know, this this empire through his amazing music in Black Sabbath and also this like great mm. TV show, but she chose her path, which was fashion and not music and not playing the guitar. I mean, she had access to someone like tiny, like Tony Iommi, who's like one of my favorite guitarists in Sabbath, you know? So it's the type of thing where like, okay, just if you have the benefit of that, you shouldn't be slandered. Like if Moxie had done anything other than magic, this term would be irrelevant. And that's what I mm. think is unfair about this. You know, I think what about this? What about this? You go to TikTok, it goes the other way. The kids are the are the stars, and then the parents are writing off their kids' stardom. People like Charlie D'Amelio, now their whole family has their own show, like the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. And then you got Addison Ray, who was for a long time the second uh, most followed person on TikTok. And now her mum, whatever her mum's name is, is like her own star, like off the back of that. So it goes the other way. So is it okay if then... I can't wait till Jack Grady has kids and starts his whole over. Uh, <laughs> Jack Grady, Gajai. Oh, uh, boy. Era. If Jack Grady and Pig Cake's kids ever meet one day, oh, that would just be a party. Can we please get Pig Cake back on here? Like, I'm, I wasn't here for that chat. Pig Cake, oh, yeah. come back. Pig Cake, we want you. Come promote your deck. <laughs> you got a new Bob. deck. I've seen it. You heard it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because he, he works with illusionists now. Am I right? Or at least he's, it seems like he is. My involvement with him is I see him pop up on my shorts and I laugh. And sometimes I watch his YouTubes. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. the goods. It's the yeah. goods. And and speaking of um, watching people, uh, next week, guys, we have a gentleman named Dennis Kim coming yes. on the podcast as our guest. He's locked in. And he's a consultant for a lot of top guys. He performs in New York City, and you'll hear more about him. But I just want to give you a little taste that that is coming up, and that is something to look forward to. Um, you, you've, you've crossed paths with him a little, Doug, on the socials? Yeah, man, I guess. I cross paths with every, everyone, it seems. I get yeah. around. We all know you. Everyone knows Doug. Dennis Kim's been around a while, you know, and I, I try to keep my eyes on things that happen. I'm looking forward yeah. to this chat for sure. From from what I understand, he he's uh, one of the main consultants for Dan White a, a lot of the time, like for his virtual shows, for his his live show. Yeah, yeah his Instagram is the close up artist. Um, but you guys probably already follow. How did him. I not be a consultant, man? I should have been somebody's consultant, right? I know you enough be, things. You could be my consultant. What happened in my life? Why am I not getting <laughs> consulting gigs? Did you put yourself in 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 those people's? You know. Oh, man. space ecosystem yeah. maybe you know what you know what doug i i need a consultant i'm i'm looking for a, a watermelon production can you help me out <laughs> i'm your guy i'm not getting the consulting gigs i'm ready to swing the other direction again <laughs> no doug you were just you were busy making your own money you know you Here's were busy the, doing your busy, own thing I was busy making babies <laughs> and dreams happen and being a street performer you know i I had a book a magic shop and raised a family and whatever ain't, ain't nobody got time for consulting when you're doing that yeah, so that, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, hey, I'm oh, we shouldn't we shouldn't forget as well. Um, I'm looking at the comments here, and to me, everyone is loving everyone's gig stories. But I think the winner is going to be Oliver Bell. I think everyone has given him a lot of praise. So Oliver, 
you are the winner, my friend, of a Magic Guys merch shirt. It will be coming your way. I'll hit you up in the message to choose your size and color. But guys, cool. Feel free to grab your own, you know. The mugs, I've we've created new mugs now. This is not it, but we have the new merch for the Magic Guys mugs with all of our mugs on the mug. So you can uh, you can see that too. See what I did there? And uh, I think all that's left is to share our final piece for today. So I think uh, I'll, I'll take it away if, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, I'm going to love it. It's your turn for the final yeah. word. Let's do it. The last thing I want to leave you with is always wash your hands. And when you're doing, always, when you're, when you're doing, when you're performing, always keep your deck dry. Okay. That's all I have to say. And take two decks. Two decks are always better than one. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys. 